Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode. I'm excited that you're here. If you're a regular listener, you might've noticed that I've taken some time off from making new episodes and I'm back to it. And the reason that I was taking some time off from new episodes is because I'm in the middle of hosting a four-week decluttering challenge for Decluttering Simplified, which is my paid program. Um, If you are ever interested in getting more in-depth, more hands-on support, Decluttering Simplified is a great option. There's a link in the description that you can go check it out if you are interested. But yeah, I'm excited for this episode specifically, generational clutter, because it's something that comes up a lot. Sometimes people actually call it generational clutter, but most of the time people talk about it in regards to growing up in a certain type of home 
and then inheriting certain types of beliefs and that's part of it. And then also sometimes you inherit the physical stuff. So we're going to talk about both sides of generational clutter, stuff that is passed down to you and how to deal with it. So part of this is like non-physical clutter that we're going to talk about. And some of it is the physical. So let's start with the non-physical first, because this is the one that dominates the majority of this conversation, whether we realize it or not, because you might be inheriting these, this generational clutter in the form of beliefs, practices, ways of shopping and buying and consuming and holding on to things and not actually receiving stuff from your family, like childhood, your childhood stuff. Some people have parents who kept an entire basement worth of your childhood memories and then they give it to you and you're like, I don't know what to do this. I don't want this. Or maybe they pass down family heirlooms or they just are constantly giving you a lot of stuff, whether it's stuff that they buy, stuff that they thrift, stuff that they are like their hand-me-downs. You might get both, but for sure you probably get at least these generational like cluttery thoughts and feelings and habits and beliefs that make letting go difficult. So I did a little bit of like research on this because I love to study like the mind and emotions and psychology. And it's not accepted in all areas of like modern science or modern psychology, but it is accepted in a lot. And I have to be completely honest that a lot of times I I resonate with these kind of alternative, I don't know what you want to call it, but alternative ideas, because a lot of times to me, they make sense. And so the one that we're talking about today are genetic memories. And I'll give you an example, but genetic memories are basically the idea that memories, ideas, beliefs, feelings, like actual memories can be passed down through genetics, right? Through to your children or down further down the line to like your grandchildren. And so you might see, okay, yeah, I've experienced this before, but I also see that a lot of scientists out there say that there's nothing to really prove it. But here's the example that I have, and you might have the same one, but my daughter, when she was about 12 years old, just one night recited all of the words to MC Hammer's, you can't touch this. And I was not just the chorus part, right? Or the most known part. It was like the entire song start to finish. She just sang it all. And I was like, how did you know that? Because I, I have a unique situation. I'm not saying that my daughter is never around me. They weren't in daycare. She was, if she was in daycare, she was with me in my classroom. So she was always around me. We've had a unique living situations where we move a lot. She just got Spotify within the last nine months. And so I'm like, I never listened to that song on repeat. I did listen to that song on repeat when I was about 13 or 14. So I know all of the lyrics by heart. And she was like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I've never heard this song in my life, but I know it. I know all of it and I know it perfectly. And so to me, I'm like, I can. And then here's another embarrassing thing, but she did it with an Eminem song the other day, which I know she's not listened to that album of Eminem, at least not enough to like have the lyrics memorized because she hasn't had access to it. And it's like one of his lesser known albums. I won't say the song. If you want to know it, you can reach out 
to me and let me know, but we were walking through Barnes and Noble and I said something and she responded with Eminem lyrics. And I'm like, how did you know those lyrics? And she was like, I don't know, but I listened to that on repeat again when I was about 13 or 14. And so to me, I'm like, maybe that's a genetic memory. And you might be listening and be like, wow, okay, that doesn't make any sense. But you also might be listening and be like, okay, yes, I've had those kinds of experience of I shouldn't know this, right? Or how do I know this, right? Or how do my kids know this? Or how does this work? And sometimes the only things that can ex- that can explain it are the things that aren't fully accepted yet or fully understood like genetic memories. Okay. And the ones that I just wanted to share that because it's a good story <laughs> and it paints the picture of what we're about to talk about next when it comes to your generational clutter and the ideas and beliefs and the reasons that your clutter might be hard to let go of. So you probably have, you've probably said this, or you've heard somebody say this before of, I struggle letting go of things. Like I keep all of our Tupperware. I keep all of this, that, and excess because my grandparents grew up in the great depression, right? And the great depression it's 2023 was a hundred years ago. At this point, it was a hundred years ago. You don't have memories of that, right? But you might have memories, practices, ideas, beliefs that have been passed down to you generationally. Okay. So maybe you might not be a fan of the idea of genetic memories, but it could be, could have been passed down through storytelling, through actually teaching, right? Like maybe your family, they taught that style of home management of you keep everything. You don't get rid of anything. You might not know, you don't know when you're going to be able to get the next thing. And so you've inherited that and you've inherited those beliefs, those habits, those tendencies, those practices, and they're not yours right? because the chances are that you're not living in those kinds of circumstances that they are because the great depression back in the 1920s was very different from a recession or whatever it is that you want to call is happening now in a consumer society where it's just not the same. Like the dynamics aren't the same. The food chain is not the food chain. Like the food supply chain is not the same. Access to resources is not the same. Like it's not the same. And so we're still operating from these inherited beliefs, memories, habits, whatever you want to call them. And they don't apply to the life that we're living right now. And they probably aren't ideas, beliefs, habits, and tendencies that we want for ourselves, right? You want to declutter. You want to have simplicity. You're overwhelmed. You have too much stuff. What's not valuable. You know that you still don't have what you need when you need it because you can't find it or it gets ruined or it expired or whatever it might be. It's overwhelming for you. And so the remedy for this is step one, be aware of it. So that's what I'm hoping this episode is for you is it brings awareness to you, right? And so that it's easier for you to see, okay, this is an idea that wasn't originally mine, right? I didn't want this. I just inherited this and I want to let it go. I want to create a new belief. I want to create different boundaries. I want to live in a different way. And that's going to require you to do different things, right? It's going to require you to start letting go of those things that you never let go of. One example, I know my dad listens to my podcast. So if my dad is listening, don't be offended. This is just an example that a lot of people can relate to, but saving containers, right? Like the heavier duty yogurt containers and stuff for like food storage instead of Tupperware, right? That's something that a lot of people keep. 
but then it trickles into every other area of our life where we're keeping like every single piece of clothing, every single toy, every single, whatever it is that might be in your house. And it's not working for you, especially if you're using an idea that was originated a hundred years ago from your ancestors and trying to apply it now, a hundred years later, you still have to be resourceful and mindful of how you're spending and consuming and storing and keeping, but it's not the same. So you have to act in a different way. You have to start letting things go. You have to start being different. And that doesn't mean that it has to happen all at once or overnight, or that it has to be really difficult, but just means that you have to do something differently because the way that you change your mind is by changing your actual habits, the things that you do, and then the mind will follow. It's a lot easier to do it that way than the other way around. But the other things that you might be inheriting generationally, and this is a little bit more obvious are the physical things, right? So sometimes it can be, we, I touched on it at the beginning of the episode, but your childhood stuff, heirlooms, right? Sometimes air quote heirlooms. This is not an heirloom mom. <laughs> this is just your stuff that you don't want anymore. And you're giving to me as hand-me-downs, right? Whether it's furniture or decor or clothes or like makeup and cosmetics, candles. And they're like, I thought you would like this. And you're like, I thank you, but I don't want it. And it's easier to see this kind of stuff than it is to see your beliefs and your habits. But when it comes to this stuff, like the physical stuff that your family is passing down to you, whether it's new stuff, old stuff, thrifted stuff, hand-me-downs, the way that you be differently with a stuff are starting to create boundaries with your family members, right? Communicating to them. Thank you so much for thinking of me. I love that you wanted to give this to me right now. I just don't have space for it. Maybe you can find somebody else who does have space for it or does want it. And communicating to them, like, I'm just trying to downsize. I am trying to just live simpler. I notice that I'm spending a lot of my time and energy, like keeping up with my house and it's really exhausting me. And so my personal goal now is to actually get rid of some stuff rather than continue to accumulate stuff. If there's ever anything that I do need, I'll let you know. Or if there's anything that the kids need, I will let you know. Cause I know you're so generous and loving and I love that. No, those are just some ideas of the conversations that you can have, but it does come down to having strong boundaries Having your own new, maybe your new strong beliefs, vision for your home, boundaries, creating different ways of living, ways of spending, consuming, keeping things. So changing yourself and your home and those beliefs for yourself first, and then communicating that to people and telling people thanks, but no thanks. And if it's stuff that you already have, I wish there was a better way, a better option, but really all you can do is go through it and start to get rid of it just piece by piece, which can be emotionally draining, especially if it's your childhood stuff, especially if it's like a big volume of stuff. So just take it one, one bit at a time slowly and it will add up and eventually you will get out from under that clutter. So that is it for today's episode, generational clutter. I hope it was helpful for you. I hope it helped you change some of your, my goal with this episode was to help you change the way that you view these things and not view it as just like annoying, frustrating stuff, but most likely it's something deeper, something internal with you. Maybe you were, I didn't talk about this one, but maybe a belief that you have inherited from your family was like, you just say yes to everybody. You do things because it makes them happy. You put your needs aside and you say, sure, I'll take this stuff. Thank you so much for this stuff. And 
on the inside, you're just like really not happy. It might be needing to change that belief that you have of, I can't establish boundaries with people and you can. So anyway, I hope this episode was helpful for you. Thank you so much for listening. And before we hang up, there is always at the end of every episode, just a little reminder to share these out, to share them with friends, to tag me on your Instagram stories, as well as when you leave a review, listen to the last like minute of this episode, there is a way to get a free surface clutter training video from me. If you leave a positive review, I would so appreciate it. So Thanks so much. And I will see you on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.